let's give this another try. It's tough starting something new. Okay. Hello, my name is MJ. I'm 34 years old and I work as an assistant professor of cognitive psychology and behavioral neuroscience at a small teaching university. I have been teaching cognitive and brain courses since 2014 to a wide variety of different types of learners. And through my extensive exposure to the materials that I've been delivering to my students, I have a fairly basic understanding of both the functionality of the human brain and the functionality of the human mind. Over the past handful of years, I've been going through some considerable perceptual changes, which I'll talk about in a moment. And I've decided to begin speaking here about these changes publicly outside of my involvement with the academy. I'm doing this because much of the information that I'm coming to understand is quite theoretical, and some of it even currently untestable. But nonetheless, I'll have these insights that occur to me that feel like self-evident truths. Sometimes when I observe these self-evident truths, I'll look to the research and discover that it's supported by scientific works that have already been published, but just not yet put into a wider perspective. Other self-evident truths that I'll mention are probably hundreds of years from being provable. Sometimes I speculate on things that I haven't quite wrapped my brain around, and I hope to use this platform to share some of my ideas and hopefully receive feedback from people with similar interests in order to help develop my theories. So since the beginning of my life, but more quickly and intensely since December 2019, I have been slowly rousing. My perception of myself and the world around me has gradually and subtly morphed and changed over the 34 years I've been alive. I was trying to solve my way out of a very complicated puzzle box. I just didn't realize that I was doing it. So something happened to me in December 2019 that I suspect was the catalyst for a perceptual shift so sudden and so enormous that I was not actually able to even sense that it had happened at first. So in this first entry, I'm going to share with you the evidence that has convinced me of two primary things about my experience. One is that I am awakening. And two is that the vast majority of people around me seem to be innocently, unknowingly asleep. So I fell ill in December 2019 with a terrible upper respiratory virus. A week and a half into the illness, I reached a moment in which I felt certain that I was on the verge of death. In that moment, I heard a, a voice that said something to the effect of, I guess this is what dying feels like. It's important that I point out here that the voice wasn't a literal voice and it didn't speak in words. I think that the only reason I was able to sense it at all was because my physiological resources were so taxed due to the illness and my sense receptors had possibly begun to shut down or at least the pathways connecting my sense receptors to my brain. So because of this, my incoming sensations, things like vision, hearing, touch, so these incoming sensations from the world around me were at an all-time low, which left my attentional resources far less utilized than normal. And this allowed me to hear another part of me. 
It turns out that this other part of me has been attempting to send out signals through what I can only now conceptualize as a dark night that has stretched over the past three decades. So something changed in me due to that experience, but it took me a while to make sense of it. The only way that I can really conceptualize why this happened is by recalling that upon smoking marijuana for the very first time, some individuals report not feeling stoned at all. I suspect that this is because they have no reference point yet for what being stoned even feels like. So basically, I didn't know what being awake felt like, so it was hard to know at first that it had even happened. I actually had to gather evidence from my surroundings to prove to myself that something had shifted. In retrospect, this approach to my under, to understanding my situation as a clear indicator of my previously unexamined neurodivergent tendencies, which I'm not going to spend time on today, but I certainly plan to discuss those in the future. So a couple of weeks after noticing that voice, which I tend to refer to as my intuition, my mind, or even my myself, I made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I started to eat it, and while I was chewing on a second bite, it dawned on me that it was disgusting. And honestly, this realization struck me as exceptionally fishy. Why was I eating something that I genuinely didn't like? I texted my sister and my friend about it to document the moment because it felt extremely important. This was followed by the start of the pandemic. I spent a lot of time confused about what had changed in me, and I'm sure I'll share about that process in the future, but for today, I'm going to skip forward and talk about when I started to find resources that helped me to understand my new perception. It wasn't until early 2021 that I realized I had gone through what people sometimes refer to as a sudden awakening or sudden enlightenment. Now, I don't have a background in Buddhism, and I understand very little about the intricacies or schools of thought around the concept of enlightenment. I just know that something suddenly changed in me and that it has led to me experiencing a completely different reality within the same body and life. It doesn't matter what we call it, it is very real. And it does not diminish my ability to interact with the world. In fact, it enhances that ability. So the first major project I've been working on since awakening seems to be training, calming, and healing my brain. I'm recognizing that I'm observing the universe through existence as a very complicated organism, and this has helped me to better understand my emotional reactions to the world around me. I can seek out states of mind that enable a clearer perception of reality. Now, sometimes my brain will take back over due to some sort of extreme or stressful or maybe even a pleasurable condition and eventually I'm able to recognize that I've been, I've been pulled back into the dark night again. And that acknowledgement of it is the very thing that can help me find my way back out. Sometimes it feels like I'm teaching my brain to recognize its place in the overall story of my life. I allow it to run in the background because that's its literal job, but not to take over the show. I also treat it like I treat all of my other body parts. So take my teeth, for example. They're at their healthiest when I floss and brush every day. 
I consider now the chemical manipulations that I introduced to my brain with great focus and reason. I work to resist urges to seek momentary pleasure that will lead to less desirable brain states wherever possible. For example, I avoid caffeine after noon. I sleep a minimum of eight hours a night. I consider the levels of stress hormones that I may be exposed to through meat in my diet. There are plenty of behavioral manipulations that I've made in order to get my brain to the most productive place that it's ever been. And in this place of being awake with the healthiest version of my brain that I've had yet, I am gifted with these sporadic waves of clarity about previously unidentified and unsolved mysteries about the world. I have a lot of growing theories and they are getting too hard to keep up with. So my hope is that these podcast entries will help me to catalog my thoughts and receive feedback and suggestions from others. So a moment to talk about my new perception. I haven't even lived with it for two years yet. It's constantly changing. Human attentional resources are limited to begin with, and I happen to process information exceptionally slowly. But as a quick summary, it is the bomb. Nature feels alive, and sometimes I'm so interconnected with the animals and the plants around me that I can literally sense their reception of my presence, and suddenly I'll feel at one with everything. I can see myself as them and me simultaneously. It is so powerful, very beautiful, and it's clear to me that I'm only able to conceptualize a small portion of what's surrounding me but it's so much more than I was able to conceptualize while I was still asleep. I had no idea what I was missing. So now that I'm awakening and I'm able to see the world seemingly as authentically as the very first time I saw it, I'm left with something that I don't yet understand. In the last 22 months, I've considered a lot of things in my direct attention. And the more that I bring my attention to something new, and it doesn't have to be new to my body, just new to the lens that I look at the world through now, I keep understanding more and more. Much of it is tied to my own physiology, my understanding of my brain, my understanding of my own brain health. You know, we can't feel our brains in the sense that they have touch receptors, but I have taught myself to be able to interpret my brain health by being the observer beyond my brain. And through this, I have developed the rudimentary basic components of a theory about how physiologically humans seem to be putting ourselves into a sleepwalking state. As I awaken or undo that prior programming, I'm better able to understand exactly how I went to sleep in the first place. So these days, I spend a lot of time identifying previously installed brain programs and then deciding whether I should uninstall them. I seem to have stumbled upon the incredible ability to introspect meaningfully and to improve my experience by reconsidering the autopilot programs that I myself installed before I had a proper understanding of the world. So for example, some of the things that I hear myself saying 
or actually initially that I feel myself knowing, are things that when I was still asleep, I'd have read as psychotic. This tends to give me a bit of a fear reaction in my body. That helps me to see that I seem to have a bit of a psychosis phobia. What's that all about? Well, it seems pretty clear where it came from. I'm trained as an experimental psychologist. So through school, I I received limited exposure to abnormal psychology. Just enough to be terrified without understanding. So there's no surprise here. So after I realized that, every time I started to feel fearful that I was losing my mind, I reminded myself of this programming. I I accepted the feelings for what they were, reminded myself that having clarity about the world that most others don't seem to have is not actually evidence of psychosis, and I move on with my day. I do this all the time. Some days I feel that I've actually become quite skilled at it, though I can see that I'm very much still a noob. So to summarize what I've been telling you here today, I seem to have awoken and I happen to have considerable training on the brain and the mind. I'm coming up with ideas faster than I can figure out how to share them. And my hope is that sharing my thoughts here in the coming episodes leads to further examination of these ideas. These recordings will be my first attempt at communicating things about the world that have come into my focus. Thank you for listening to this quick summary of where I'm coming from, and I am eager to start sharing my thoughts in the near future.